0: Hello everyone. I return. Uh how have you all been lately? Well, I should hope. Um I've been doing pretty pretty well. Kinda off and on again, but pretty well overall, I would like to think. Um I just wanted to check up everyone and say, hey, how you doing? You know, the world's getting uh a bit scary, I think we're all aware. World's getting pretty, pretty scary out there. And one, one of the specific things I wanted to talk about today was what's happening in the United States. Uh, I know a lot of my listeners are from the United States. You probably know about this, or I would hope you do. Um, and if you're not from the United States, you probably know about this as well to some extent, too. And if you don't, he, he, I'll tell you. Uh, so the United States, uh, specifically, you know, largely at the behest of the Republican Party in the United States, have been doing... What I think is fair to say at this point is a attempt at the genocide of transgender individuals uh, in the United States. And you know, if you're not from the United States, you don't know exactly what's happening. You might think that sounds a bit extreme, and you're right; it's very fucking extreme. And I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, in general, you know, what's what they what the policies and the. Um, Practices they've been implementing have they have been passing over 300 anti-trans legislation uh, throughout many states. Texas, in particular, has been really, really bad. Florida as well, um, where they are they have created um, one of the things I, I believe that they have done in Texas was they created a list of all transgender individuals in the state. They wanted a list of all transgender individuals in the state. Um, I think I don't need to tell a lot of history, anybody who knows history out there, what happens typically when a group of marginalized people are put on a list by the government. The answer is generally not good things. Um, So not only have they specifically started identifying as many trans people as they can, they have also been... Do passing a lot of laws to punish and take away the rights of trans individuals as much as they could. Uh, one of the biggest ones is obviously the bathroom laws. They are denying trans individuals the right to go to the bathroom. Uh, that fits who they really are. They are making gender uh, affirmations uh, uh, surgery as hard, very, very difficult to obtain. It was already excessively difficult to obtain. And um, it's it's very much a matter. It, it gets pretty excessive, you know, and like it's it's gotten to the point where there have been laws passed that will now force anyone up to a certain age to de-transition to their assigned sex at birth. So, what that would look like in practice is, uh, if you are someone who has already been through, um. If you've been, if you have transitioned, then you're gonna stop getting your medicine that lets you, that regulates, uh, that transition. You're you're gonna stop being able to go by your uh, new name. You're you're gonna have to fucking start using your dead name. They're doing tons of things to just punish the idea of being trans, and it, it is clearly done with the express intent of wiping out trans people from. The area. They do not want trans people to exist. They do not want trans people to be a thing. Um, now, obviously, they can never fully succeed because being trans is not a choice. It's not a cultural event. It's not a social construct. It is something fundamental to who you are. And they are so that, so even though they will never truly succeed in a complete genocide of trans individuals in the United States they definitely want to try they definitely want to try to accomplish that as well as they can and you know it's 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 bad it's bad a lot of trans individuals are fleeing Texas um, or trying to um, some are, are choosing to stand their ground um, and thank god for it because we cannot all allow that kind of shit to succeed um we'll see what happens um but I just kind of want to talk about you know why I sort of think this is happening and how we've kind of gotten to this place uh, in America because I think anyone who's LGBTQ plus uh, trans specifically and really anyone who's just been actually paying attention has known this was kind of coming from the long long time uh you know the trans Trump specifically pushed so much LGBTQ hate and, the Republicans in general, at this point, aren't even a real political party. They're, you know, this close to a neo-fascist regime. Um, and I think the reason they're pushing so hard for their values, air quotes, and their ideals, air quotes, is because they know they're dying. Um, you know I, know, I know that there was, like, I believe that um, during the last elections, you know, Gen Z voted Democrat in every single state um, and so I'm pretty sure that they are fully aware that they do not have the support of young voters and so I think what they are trying to do is with great force and hate and effort eliminate uh, and try to people who have been sort of encouraging uh, open-mindedness and um Diversity and that 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 looks a lot of di- and that for them I think that's been implemented in a lot of specific ways, um, a lot of very different ways, and one of which is their their war on on trans people, uh, and their ongoing genocide against them. I, and I want to make it clear that this is not just like just uh, the hyper traumatic things they've been doing of forcing uh, parents to list the. Assigned sex on birth certificates—it's it's a lot of things. Like they're forcing again, forcing people to detransition is one of the most horrifying things I could think of for a trans person. What that would physically—it's that—and and it's not, and they like to bake it under the excuse of you know they're protecting children, which anyone like let's be real—I think most of us know that that is bullshit. That's LGBTQ people have never been. A threat to children—that is not a thing. The we are nowhere close. We are we are not the group of people that does the most sexual assault and grooming. That would be straight men. That would be straight cis men. That is true. I am sorry, it is the straight cis men have always been the most dangerous threat to children and women in general. Um, and I think it is no surprise that a bunch of straight white cis men uh, with deep deep, deep homophobia and LGBTQ hate are the ones saying that uh, you know LGBTQ people are the ones doing what they're doing, because that's a little thing called deflection, you know, it's called scapegoating they don't want to admit to their own crimes and the crimes of the churches they worship, which not I mean, hey, not only can you point to the fucking excessive excessive pedophilia that went on in the Catholic Church um, recently, there have been, you know, a lot of under uh, rev- reveals of the the that that as a phenomena in the sort of evangelical churches in the in the Christian, you know, Christian evangelicals in the United States. Uh, it's it's horrifying. It's horrifying the amount of pedophilia that goes on in churches in the United States. And again, I think it is no coincidence that churches and the ideologies that churches push are often responsible for. Uh, accusing trans and LGBTQ plus people of being, quote, pedophiles and groomers when they themselves are the one doing it. Again, deflection, scapegoating. Um, they just want a target so that, you know, everyone won't come after them, which what is what should be happening. Um, we should be cracking down on churches for their pedophilic practices. We should be cracking down on religion for its sexual assault and pedophilic practices here in the United States, but that's not what's happening because a lot of people in power are aligned with those religions and those uh, pedophilic practices and have a lot of vested interest in... Look, I I could sit here and tell you all the reasons why... LGBTQ people are not a threat but instead I'm going to tell you the so and I did and but here's the real reason which is that you know you you know that LGBTQ people are a threat I don't care who you are I don't care if you're the biggest fucking nazi in the world and you're listening to this you know I'm right and the only reason that you say otherwise is because you don't want to get caught for who you are and I'm telling you that that's not going to fly so if you, so here's what here's what i think happens um, you know and i think this the, all these events have sort of brought into my mind um, sort of the desire to examine where exactly transphobia and transate comes from cuz it's really not something i think we have a full grasp on obviously it, it is produced by the hyper-homophobic society in which we live in that constantly Reevaluates from a young that evaluates that establishes from a young age the the badness or the wrongness of being lgbtq plus while well, the reasons you shouldn't be and you know i think it's not quite as simple as you know indoctrinating uh children into that kind of hate and fear mongering i think it goes a little it's a little more personal than a lot of us might think and what i specifically i mean is you know what here's what i think happens in um schools in the United States, someone who's been in the school system in the United States, I can definitely attest to this. Um, When you're in school, really when you're alive in the United States, from young age, you get pushed uh, that the idea that there are two types of people in the world, really, which is cis women and cis men, men who are born in the, air quotes, male body, Um, and those people have certain personality characteristics and certain ways of being. And that is also true for cis women, and those those are people who are born in certain bodies with certain ways of being. It's very much like a classification. You get one of two classifications. That's how it has historically been in the United States. That started to change for the better, and now they're pushing for it to change back. Hopefully they won't fully succeed. Um, But when you're a kid you know, and you get get through that, what how do you how do you identify with those classifications? How do you associate them? Well, obviously, you look at the fact that you 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 start to process what it is. Like you look at the people in your life who behave a certain way, who look a certain way, who act a certain way, and you see the other uh you see other people who will look a certain way and act a certain way, and you begin to see the law established um identities that get pushed on people from a young age and of course you as a kid te- typically have to, are highly encouraged highly incentivized to adopt those identities most parents still will act under the assumption that their child is the gender they were assigned at birth if you are born uh genetically uh or if you if you are born and you are signed at female at birth, that is what they will treat you as from the moment you are born. And so if you are not that, if you are not someone who is uh, who who is actually a woman, but you are signed that at birth or vice versa. You're going to live a long period of your life very fucking confused because everyone around you is telling you you should be a certain way and are a certain way and are a certain thing when you are something different than that, and that is true to most in to most uh, in different variations in different ways. For I think all LGBTQ plus people, we are told we need to be a certain thing, we need to act a certain way. We need to look at the world a certain way. We need to look at ourselves a certain way. And all that is bullshit. That is bullshit because it's never a diverse... It's never an honest uh, thing, they tell us. Never, they never say, look at yourself honestly. They say, look at yourself like this, this, and this. Look at yourself this specific way. Look at yourself this specific way. Look at other people this specific way. And it's not real. It's it's not true. It's not, it's not a true, honest way of looking at yourself or the world because every person in the world is infinitely more diverse than just two classifications that's just a fact you cannot group all people in the world into classifications you just can't okay it's just just not how it works and there are still a lot of people out there who think that that is how it works that it's like you are either this or this you're either a man or a woman and a man means very specific things and a woman means very specific things Obviously, you know that's bullshit because, one, what a man is is very subjective or what a woman is is very subjective and can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people from a lot of different cultures throughout all the fucking time. And those things have been very inconsistent. That's why it's so actually you ask anyone what is a man, what is a woman, their answers will always be so vague and nondescript and weird because they don't actually have any real idea of what those things are. It's really just accept the vague, superficial behaviors and looks and aesthetics you have to meet in order to be to fit into the classification. You know, I think in America it very is, and I think a lot of places in the world, it's very, it's very much like you are not judged by how well you conform to the thing. You are judged if you are outside of it. And again, what's outside of it is very fucking subjective. And I think that that's sort of where you know that's that's the sort of truth that allows for trans that breeds transphobia and trans hate and LGBTQ phobia and hate is the separation of you know it's the creation of others in the mentality of people who you know are not lgbtq plus it's the idea that you are correct you know you are right you are what you should be and everyone else is not And, you know, religion plays a huge part in this, and uh, a lot of religions do, you know. And the government historically has, because again, it's easier to control people when there are only two types of people, air quotes. And I think we all are aware that at the end of the day, the only thing the government wants is to control its population. I've never met a government that wanted to do anything else, really. Um, At least the American government, that's all our government wants to do. Um... And again, that is easier when it's only two types of people. Um, when that is the lie that people believe. But it's it's starting me to get into thinking of like, you know, how... Because I'm not... Uh, I didn't, I thought I was for a long time, but I'm not like a, a cisgendered straight person. I'm a non-binary pansexual. And it took me a while to figure that out. But eventually I did, and once I did, it was like... Click in my brain is a lot. You know, a lot of I think LGBTQ plus people will talk about oh the click in your brain where it's like you you realize like oh wow I was a super fucking gay kid I was like a super fucking LGBTQ plus kid and I didn't realize it. Um, and I'm starting you know I kind of wanted to wonder how and the thing is you know and again you, you don't realize it because you're told your whole life that that's not an option you're told through not so many words your whole life, or maybe so many words your whole life, that you can only be A or B. And so the idea of not being A or B gets met with a lot of ridicule and fear. And, you know, I often like to ask myself, well, what breeds that ridicule and that fear? What breeds that uh, misunderstanding and that, that, uh, that, that hostility? And... I didn't, I, and obviously there's a lot of reasons, I think, but one of them that kind of came to me was the other day I was watching this, came across like TikTok. By the way, I'm on TikTok. I'm at a dreaming mind too. If you want to follow me on TikTok, mostly it's just me publishing poetry. Uh, that's where my poetry is. So if you want to go read my poetry, it's at, it's on TikTok at at a dreaming mind too. So you can, can read some of my poetry there. Uh, but anyway, I was watching a TikTok and in it, it was this, um, It was just basically just a group, you know. It was one of those like anti LGBTQ plus rallies, and it was this kids, just this kid. It was like only this kid only looked like they were they were maybe like seventeen, right? And this kid was speaking about what they were afraid of and what they did not want to happen because of LGBTQ plus stuff in school. Specifically, what this individual talked about was, I do not want kids. To be told who they are, I do not want kids to be brainwashed into being something they aren't. I do not want kids to be to have no choice about who they are. And obviously, all the fucking homophobes and all the like LGBTQ haters were were clapping and applauding, and I was like, "Yeah, we believe that." And I'm like, "That's." Just what LGBTQ plus people went through, though, like, they, they're they're basically arguing against all of the things that group was, that person was arguing, this person was arguing against all the things that LGBTQ people don't want in schools, which is to be told you're someone that you're not, and to perceive yourself as something that you're not, and to be indoctrinated into being something you're not, and yet this person was arguing for it on, like, the reverse of like, oh no, put, LGBTQ people are the ones that do that, and I'm like, all LGBTQ people, plus people that we we all know that that's bullshit. We do not do that. We are the person people who have been most who have most suffered from that, but we are not the people who do that. All right, that isn't that is not what we do, and I, I have seen. Uh, LGBTQ plus edu- and and then there, I think there are one immediate reaction I think people have is like, even if they recognize that, is like, oh, LGBTQ people are are doing the the things that were done to them, and I'm like, no, we're not. That's not a thing in schools. I promise you, I've seen what a lot of LGBTQ plus education looks like, and whether you want to believe it or not, it makes plenty of room for straight cisgender people. Okay, it does. Like there is no reason a straight cisgender person will not be able to figure out they're straight or cisgendered if they are given a bunch of other pronouns to choose from. If, if they're like, if a teacher asks a kid, hey, here are all the pronouns you might be, which one do you want, which one do you think fits you, and as long as you're including the traditional like he, him, and she, her, there's no reason they shouldn't pick that. Because, again, it's—and it's, it's and so it very much, you know, begs the question of where does this idea that straightness or cisgenderness are, are under attack, which is not what's happening, but they perceive that it is. And, you know, and again, that that speech really kind of got to me because I now I'm thinking, well, what—because why? Cause, cause what I realized about that person talking was they were talking like it was personal. They were talking with the kind of conviction and, like, strength of emotion that I— associate with people who have a personal stake in something so this person was talking about all these things again like I don't want my kids to be indoctrinated I don't want kids to to not know who they are again talking about talking against LGBTq plus stuff in school but talking about it like it was personal this this to me now of course that the one obvious uh, thing I, I I always end up kind of thinking is I feel like this person might be LGBTQ plus and not know it, uh, you know, I, there, there's, there have been a couple studies done that, you know, a lot of, like, LGBTQ phobia and f- hate mongering comes from people who are LGBTQ plus and don't know it, like, a lot of it does, like, you, like, I, I've heard a couple stories of, like, there's like, a lot of, like, you'll hear story. go ask a, go ask, like, a gay, a gay man how many fucking supposed straight dudes he ends up sleeping with. I guarantee you he'll you'll be surprised at the number. <laughs> there are a lot of like straight dudes who end up having sex with gay men and don't ever say anything about it. And then we'll also go on to to spout the kind of hate speech that you'll see on that stage. That's a thing. That's and that's an actual phenomena is a lot of straight uh, air quotes straight dudes will go have sex with gay men in secret and then uh, turn around and preach about anti-homosexuality on stage that's a thing that is in fact a thing um, and so it's definitely at least some you know at least some of the, these people are suffering from uh, the repression and the to such an extent that they actually become the thing that has oppressed them and and uh, you know like indoctrinated them, uh, which is one of the is both the saddest and most infuriating things about the world we live in that it can do that to people. Um, but I and I and I've kind of been wondering like, but I but another question I did ask was okay, you know this this system this 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 way of thinking of like you're either A or B hurts LGBTQ plus people, which are a vast. Diversity of people. We are not. We can We all band together because obviously we all ultimately are uh, marginalized by the the classical uh, dominant straight cisgender ment- A or B mentality. So we group together, but obviously we are not all the same. We are very different and have a lot of different ways of being and looking at the world and. Uh, you know that, like LGBTQ people fight amongst each other. That's the thing. Like, and there are prejudices. You can be LGBTQ plus and be prejudiced to be LGBTQ against LGBTQ plus. You can do that. Um, it's nowhere near as bad. I, at least in my experience, is uh, what you'll get from like straight gendered people, but it's still a thing. Um, and so I, I ended up asking, like, how is this? So I want, but so I ended up asking, like, well, what happens if this guy isn't actually gay, though? Because you can't assume all homophobes and transphobes are, are like you can't assume all homophobes are gay. Like you have to assume at least I assume at least some of them are, but I don't think all of them are. I've, I doubt there's that many actual gay people in the world. I mean, maybe I wouldn't be against that, but I doubt it. Um, so it's like what is what is what is the what is how, what is how does a straight cisgender person react to being told who they are as a kid? Because you are you are told who as you are who you are as a straight and cisgendered person you are you know you are you are told that you are a or b you are told you fit into this classification and i have to ask myself you know even if you meet that classification right like even if you're even if you are told what you are and what you are told that you are is is actually right i feel like that still can't be a good thing to be told what you are i feel like that can't be a good thing because to be told that you're straight and that you're you're cis even if you actually are i would imagine i don't know because i'm not straight or cis and like i'm not i'm 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 i'm, I'm i again I, i'm not i'm not a, i'm not i am you know i am not the class full classification um but i would assume that I would assume that when you are told what you are, that as a straight cisgendered person, that that is still pretty traumatic, right? Because imagine you're a kid, and imagine you are actually, say, like, let's say you were born into a body that is the body you actually are. It's a body that truly fits who you actually are, and you are actually straight. Like, you, let's assume you're a straight cisgendered woman, and that is what you are to- told you are from birth, now let's assume you actually, right? I feel like it is still pr- must be still pretty traumatic to not be able to figure that out for yourself. I don't know. But I would assume, I would assume that anybody being told who they are without any imp- with a, I am assuming that any child being told who they are and what they are without any feedback from the child and without any consent of the child and without any information from the child is abuse. I do not know the extent to how abusive it is, as that is not something I have experienced, but I would assume even if you are actually the thing they are telling you you are, being told what you are without any real ability to explore otherwise, is still pretty traumatic. I would assume that. And obviously, what that ultimately would would mean is that every person who actually is straight and cisgendered in this world is pretty traumatized and doesn't know it. And to all the other LGBTQ plus listeners out there, I, I feel like you'll agree with me when I say that makes sense, right? Like that makes kind of sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense for the world we live in that all the straight cisgendered people are a lot more traumatized than maybe they know that they are, you know? Like uh, like let's let's here's what I think specifically might happen. Like let's let's take Sally for instance. Sally is, you know, S- Sally is what she was assigned at birth actually. That's actually who she is, you know? And so she doesn't so she she never so so she ultimately, you know, is the thing that she is. So she's like one, you know, she's a baby, and she sees all these people around them. She sees the the system of the culture of, uh, you know, A or B that she is in, and so she she immediately is like, oh, okay, I'm A, and on some level, Sally understands that that is who she is her whole life, and. She never feels the need to really question it, because to her it is obvious. Here's the thing, though. To what I feel like happened to Sally when she was first experiencing this wasn't that she was feeling like she was discovering herself. What I feel like Sally must have felt was like she was being put in a box. I feel like Sally felt like, Oh, there are two boxes in front of me. There's this box and this box— They're telling me I am in this box, and now that I am in this box, I don't really mind. This box feels about right. And so she's in a box because she was put into a box. And it's still where she would be, but the thing is it's a box because she didn't get to find that for herself. She didn't get to discover who she was for herself. And so she is traumatized now. Because she now, in the, specifically I think the way in which her trauma manifests is by feeling like the world is, oh, people belong in boxes. People belong classified. Right? So Sally grows up from a very, very, very young age from literal babyhood believing that feeling classified is normal. Feeling in a box is normal. When I think any LGBTQ plus person will know that it's not. That is not a normal feeling to have. That is not a good feeling to have. So Sally grows up and, you know, her whole life, she doesn't she 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 thinks she's doing fine. She thinks she's okay. And for the most part, she probably is. I, I don't think I, I assume that being put into a, the correct box is probably not as traumatic as being put into the wrong box. But still You know, Sally grows up. So Sally's an adult now. And so Sally starts learning more and more about the existence of LGBTQ plus people. And Sally, for some reason, that Sally isn't totally aware of when she sees the idea of LGBTQ plus people, people who exist outside of the boxes, who don't who don't exist in classifications or at least exist in uh, their own classifications built on their own sense of exploration they exist in a sense of out of boxness. I guess the term I'll use. And she feels pissed off. She feels angry. She feels a lot of a lot of resentment and a lot of fear. And so maybe Sally doesn't know why she's feeling these things. Maybe maybe she thinks that it's because of what her pastor told her when she was twelve, which is that gay people are a sin. All right. So she's feeling all this anger. She's feeling all this this rage, and she's looking at all these LGBTQ plus people, and she's thinking wait a second, uh, yeah, no, I'm angry because the pastor, she she makes the connection in her mind, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling angry at these gay people, and that's what the, the pastor said, and I trust the pastor pa- that that's going to be what it is, and that's where it ends for her. Now, is that what actually happening? And the answer is, I don't think so. I don't think Sally's actually angry at the gay people, at the LGBTQ plus people, for that reason. I think what's actually happening is Sally is realizing for the first time in her life, that she got cheated. She got, she got um, cheated out of an experience that was very, very important, which is, was the experience of finding out who you are. And because she got cheated at such a young age, and because her getting cheated was so normalized for her and made to feel so accepted for her, That she has no consciousness of that she was cheated. She simply has the emotional feelings of being cheated. So she feels cheated. She feels betrayed. She feels all this anger and this hostility. And what she is actually angry about is that when she was a baby, she didn't get to figure out who she was. She is angry that she was told who she was. Even though they were right, she is still angry that she was told who she was. And so... Bearing that in mind, what I think happens within Sally's brain now is she looks at, um, you know, all the LGBTQ plus people. She feels the rage. She feels the the sense of sickness and grossness that comes with it. And because she has no memories, no conscious awareness of when she was cheated or how she was cheated, both because that would require her remembering to babyhood, because that's when it started, and also because. The idea of feeling cheated, of being told you're straight and cis, if you actually, even if you actually are straight and cis, is probably hard for a lot of straight and cis people to wrap their heads around. You know, like I, I think if you were to tell, I think a straight, and, a lot of straight and cis people, probably the large majority, have never considered that maybe they feel a bit cheated about being told without their consent that they were straight and cis. Again, at least I would imagine. So now Sally is fucking thirty. Uh, she. It meets this trans woman who says, I want to go into the bathroom, same bathroom as you. What does Sally feel? Sally feels threatened. Sally feels angry. Sally feels cheated. And so she, and she, all she knows is she feels angry and cheated and all these things when she looks at the, what the, at the trans woman. So she thinks that the trans woman is making her feel cheated or doing something to make her feel cheated or, or angry or rageful. When really, all the trans person is doing is reminding them of the Sally, of her feelings, reminding Sally of her uh, experiences. And because Sally has no conscious awareness of it, because I doubt Sally has ever done any real introspection on the matter, because why would she? She grew up in a society telling her what she was was correct, and it kind of was right. She doesn't have any reason to... Do that inspection, and again, she so she again she just sticks with the narrative in her head of oh, pastor told me gay people are a sin. This is some so so she thinks oh this is just a this is a man dressing as a woman and it, to 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 um you know rape me in the bathroom. And this comes from a lot of so this comes from a, and this conclusion probably comes from a couple of places. One, it comes from the fact that Sally doesn't realize she's not actually angry at the trans person. She is angry at her parents who told her what she was and robbed her of the chance to figure it out for herself. So she's angry at that and doesn't realize it. So all she knows is, you know, she again, she sees the trans person, the anger and the emotions and all that come up, and she thinks, oh, I'm angry at the trans person. She's not. She's angry at the idea that she could have been trans and she never got to figure that out. Even if she's not actually trans, she never got to figure it out, and that's what she's pissed out about. And you know what? She kind of has a right to be pissed out about, pissed off about the fact that she was never allowed to figure out who she was. Obviously, that does not make it anywhere close to okay to take that on on the trans person. But Sally doesn't isn't consciously aware of this, or at and, and doesn't con, isn't confronting her own emotions enough to figure it out. So she says, "You are not a woman. You know, you're a man." Because to her you have to be in a box and it can only be one of two boxes because that's what she was taught. That was, That's how she sees the world. And she can't accept the idea that there can be more than one or two boxes and she can't accept the idea that you can feel outside of the box because that would be her confronting her own trauma when she was very young and accepting the fact that her family and people she trusted kind of fucking traumatized her and basically robbed her of something. And that's probably a very hard notion for Sally to accept, the idea that she was robbed uh, as an essential experience. So she looks at these people all these lgbtq people and she comes up with all and it doesn't help that the politicians are getting into it and doing a bunch of hate and fear-mongering trying to rile people up doesn't help that when sally goes home and sees fucking trump or anyone else on the tv saying trans people are the downfall of society they're gonna destroy our way of life what does sally feel sally again feels the the hatred and the fear and the emotion and again, because she has no conscious awareness of what she's actually upset about, which is the fact that she never got to figure out who she was, she just she just keeps playing into the narrative in her own mind, the narrative that what she is mad about is trans people, because again, it, it kind of fits with what she's feeling. She's like, I look at, at an LGBT plus person, I hear them being talked about, and I get angry. And so she thinks, I'm angry at them. She's not. She's angry for them, and she's angry for herself. But she doesn't realize that. So I think that might be what all transphobia and trans hate might actually be at the end of the day, which is being angry for yourself but pretending you're angry at other people. I think that might be what it is, and you know it's it's hard to say because I can't I can't confirm any of this because again I'm not I am not straight I, I am not I am not someone who was put into the box that was correct for them. I am not a person who was put into the box that was correct for them. So my experience is different than being put into the box that was correct for, for me because the, they didn't even offer me the box that was correct for me. But the thing is, nobody is offered the box. Nobody is offered to figure out what box. No, You don't go to a child, and that's maybe what our ultimate problem is, is we don't go to children and ask, who are you? Because we do that for everyone else, you know. We, we, with other people, we go and ask, who are you? We don't do that for children. We assume things about them from the moment they're here. And I think this is traumatic for the child because how can it not be traumatic to be told you are something without any without getting any of your input or being able to figure that out for yourself? Because it's a beautiful opportunity to be able to figure it out for yourself. And you know, it's 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 very much comes to mind of like, how does this again, how does this affect straight as people? Because they, they too, are told, um, you know, to be, they are something without their permission, without their their own ability to explore it. And, you know, so I, I think that might be, it's probably not the only reason, it's definitely not the only reason transphobia and LGBTQ phobia and hate exists. But it's like, I feel like it's kind of the underlying general practice, you know. And I think the irony is the ultimate irony is the very things that these these uh, these people like that uh, uh, one person shouting against not wanting LGBTQ things in bath in in school, the things they are fighting against ultimately on an emotional level, are the things that would make it not true not happen for their kids, you know, in a in a very sad but also horrible way. Transphobia, trans hey, LGBTQ phobia, LGBTQ hey, all that is kind of a self fulfilling prophecy a self-repeating cycle. You know, in in doing so, in, in not wanting LGBTQ people in school thinking they're the ones who are going to traumatize your children, again, this, this fucking speaker says, I do not want children to be indoctrinated. I don't want children to be told who they are. I don't want children to be... It is child abuse. And again, this person used the words child abuse, and they're kind of right, to be told who you are. And he thinks this is what trans people are going to do because this is what LGBTQ people are going to do because LG, because this is what I feel whenever I look at an LGBTQ person, and that's the connection that that person makes. But that's not what, what's happening. What's happening is that person, Sally or whoever, looks at an LGBTQ plus person, feels all those negative, bitter, angry emotions, and... Again, those are actually not—and those aren't for LGBTQ plus people, they're for other straight people. Homophobes aren't actually angry at gay people, they're angry at straight people. They're angry at specifically the straight people who told them they were straight when they were kids. And that they didn't get a choice in, or an exploration of that. They just were told. And that was what—and so in a weird way, that in a weird backwards way— that transphobic, trans LGBTQ hate person was kind of right. They were kind of, you know, they weren't right about the thing they thought they were talking about, but they are right about the thing that deep down they were actually talking about. It's, it's really quite... They, they were right about the fact that no one should be um, told who they are. They're right about the fact that no one should be conformed into a box, and it is child abuse to do so. But the thing is... That speaker wasn't mad at LGBTQ plus people for doing that in schools. LGBTQ plus people in schools is what prevents that. Is what prevents that. Because he's not. What that speaker was actually mad about was the straight people who did it to him when he was a kid. That speaker was. This is what Sally is mad at when Sally isn't okay with trans women going into Sally's bathroom. They're mad at other straight people, and they don't realize it. And. I don't. Again, I can't confirm this, but that would make a lot of sense, right? That would make a lot of sense. I feel like that would make a lot of sense. I feel like that would that would track. So it's like, yeah, you know. And again, it's a self fulfilling prophecy because they say I don't want I don't want LGBTQ people LGBTQ stuff stuff LGBTQ stuff plus stuff in school, and so in 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 wanting that and sometimes tragically in succeeding at that they accomplish the very thing they were emotionally trying to avoid which was telling kids who they are because now that the lgbtq plus people are in school not only will the lgbtq kids not be able to have a much harder time figuring out who they are and they may never they may never figure out who they are the straight kids won't be able to figure, will be will be told who they are. They will. You take LGBTQ stuff out of school, straight kids are going to be told who they are. Because if you are a kid and you get LGBTQ stuff, you know, and different ideas of different pronouns introduced into your school, you have to think about it. You get the opportunity to think about it. And it is an opportunity to discover yourself. And that is the opportunity that, ironically, these people will be robbing their own children from regardless of whether they are on the LGBTQ spectrum or not, the opportunity to discover who they are. And they don't even realize it. Or maybe some of them do, and they just don't give a shit. I don't know. Again. I'm on the LGBTQ spectrum, so it's kind of hard for me to say exactly what goes on inside the heads of the people who aren't on the spectrum. So it's it's like, yeah, it's... I think that might be how homophobia and... You know, LGBTQ hate keeps re you know propagating itself and recreating itself. It establishes itself in the person. It tra- it's, it, it is accomplished by traumatizing a child, and whether or not that child is on the LGBTQ plus spectrum or not, they are traumatized from the robbing of their ability to discover who they are as a child, and so they they grow up in a society of other people who are also robbed and none of them realize they were robbed their parents don't realize they were robbed their kids don't realize they were robbed until certain groups of people again the lgbtq plus spectrum who are in the bo- in the in the boxes or not or outside of the boxes that are told that are the only two start showing up and so all the and, the, and so it, it results in different reactions not everyone ends up being homophobic but a lot of people do because they're like, well, that, that doesn't make sense. I, why, if, if those are options, why wasn't I told I could have been those things when I was two or three? Why wasn't I allowed to figure that out? And because they don't want to accept the idea that maybe their, their parents and the people they loved hurt them real bad, whether they knew it or not, they end up just denying it they end up denying well those people aren't real there's no way this person actually is attracted to different types of gender there's no way there's actually more than two genders there can't be because if there were i would that would have been a possibility for me and right and they don't want to embrace that fact and you know there's definitely other things that go into it there's um you know, there's political, like, obviously, you know, like, the 90, 95, like, don't get me wrong, the Republican Party definitely actually hates trans people, but I I think the reason they are doing this is only partially because they hate trans people. I think largely the reason is is because they know that the hatred of trans people is how they can maintain power, because by getting enough, because again, and that's another reason why I think Republicans actually abuse their own people who follow them without follow them because they keep indulging in the these these people's trauma with that they aren't even aware of you know, because by because again, if, if Sally doesn't ever, isn't ever given any reason to confront the fact that she, if, if a bunch of people in power are telling Sally, oh no, you're right for hating these people, you're right for being afraid of these people, there's nothing wrong with you, that's kind of abusive to Sally because Sally doesn't because Sally Sally is is not being encouraged to ex- examine herself. Sally isn't being encouraged to to examine her own perceptions on herself and the world. She's not she's not being given that. It, it makes it less likely that Sally will ever figure out how she was traumatized and how she was cheated. And again, that that that's basically how most all politicians do this to some extent. But the Republicans are. I can, I can. It's sad that I can actually say this, and I'm not exaggerating them. Some of them are actual Nazis. Uh, that's not an exaggeration. If anyone's outside of the U.S. And, and you're like, "Oh no, the you can't, you can't claim the Republicans are Nazis," like, look, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Look up their policy. Like, there was a Republican, I think it was a senator the other day who quoted Mein Kampf from talking to a large group of people. The Republican Party, at this point, act, in America, actually recruits from Nazi uh, supporters. I'm not exaggerating. Look it up. You'll find them. So when I say the Republicans at this point are, are Nazis, I'm not exaggerating. They are actually Nazis. They are actually people who like Adolf Hitler and what he thought about and kind of want a world like that. And I'm not exaggerating. If you are outside of America, that is the truth. So if you're outside of America and you don't like the Nazis... You might want to keep a close eye on the American Republican Party because uh, they're they're getting really bold. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I think I think I think at the end of the day, um, it's it's sad. I think it's 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 horrible and it's sad. It is sad that I think maybe everyone on this planet is really traumatized whether they know it or not, over their own identity, regardless of whether you are on the LGBTQ spectrum or not. That is sad. That is really, really sad. And the the irony is is that the people who are saying, well, we don't want our kids to be abused or, or groomed or any of this shit, are often the ones doing it. And sometimes they realize it and sometimes they don't. Sometimes you're like Sally and don't even realize how traumatized you are from being told what your identity was, and you keep taking it out on other people who don't deserve it. And then maybe you're like fucking uh, those, those pastors who have tons of gay sex behind the scenes and then go on and, and uh, talk about uh, how gay people are evil. It's like, do you know, the, so fun fact, for anyone who doesn't know this, any uh, the number one and I, I I found this on, I found this on the internet. They I think it was like so Pornhub uh the pornographic site released its most searched term in Texas again the most transphobic state in the United States. Do you know what it was? Trans porn. I repeat, the most searched pornographic thing for people in Texas, the single most red uh transphobic state in the United States was trans people there're not that many trans people in Texas to make that a thing Texas do some fucking self examination because you need it dear god Pe- people just don't it, it's it's a it's a it's it, it i and it's weird so you know what i can it is i can it is weird and it is sad that i can technically agree with what that trans at least on one level, what that that LGBTQ plus speaker was talking about, I do agree being told and I told who you are. I do agree being classified as something. I do agree being pushed to be something is child abuse. But the thing is, that's why I want LGBTQ plus stuff in school because I know that prevents it. Whereas this person thinks is what's causing it because I don't think the speaker was capable of recognizing that it wasn't LGBTQ plus people who made that speaker feel that way. It was other straight people. World is fucking messed up, everyone. (laughs) People are mentally ill. People are really mentally ill. We all need therapy so badly. Like, dear God. (laughs) (sighs) All right, well, that's it for this podcast. Um please, please please, please share this with as many people as you can. Um, if you're if you're in the LGBT spectrum or you um, you know, it, I would really appreciate you sharing this as much as possible. And if you're not, I would appreciate you sharing this as much as possible even more because and I would really encourage you to examine yourself. And ask yourself if you're out there and you have any like weird feelings that come up when you look at like the the LGBTQ plus people, where those feelings are actually coming from. And if you're sure they're actually coming from LGBTQ plus people instead of just LGBTQ plus people are just reminding you of them because those are very different things. So yeah, please, uh, share this podcast with anyone you think will like it. it, really helps me out, I really appreciate you all so much when you do it, uh, you can follow my poetry on TikTok, it's at a Dreaming Mind too. apparently someone took a Dreaming Mind already, and I'm like, see, this, this is why, like, the usernames are just, like, what happens, this is why, like, you know, it's fucking weird to... Ugh, it's annoying this is why it's it's hard to pick a like good username as you all know because they're all taken, you know but whatever like the the ninety nine percent of good usernames got taken in the first twenty years of the internet. I swear to God Ugh. oh well, but yeah, follow me on that. You can also go get my book Starving Spark by me, Chase Spalis. it's on Amazon, Amazon Kindle. I think it's pretty good. I think it'll make you, if you're looking for a book that'll that'll inspire you, like a, a good um, review I had from one of the first people who read it from that were not one of my friends or family was, hey, this is a book that is really unique in its writing style, and I kind of really always want to talk out loud about it. I think that's, I mean, I think that's kind of, I think wanting to say, wanting to naturally write, talk about a book out loud is a good thing. I didn't expect to get that kind of feedback, but I think that's good. So yeah, please. It's only I I the price, It's very cheap right now because everyone in the world is very poor right now, except for the rich people. We all know this. So it's very cheap right now. It's only ninety nine cents for the the Kindle. Uh, you are free, and it's only four something for four. four, four seventy five, like a little under five dollars for the paperback. So I made it very cheap because everyone's struggling right now, and I understand that you might only be able to give so much. So uh, please uh, please give it a look. I think you'll like it. Um, please give my TikTok a look and follow me on wherever. Spread the podcast around. And, yeah, if you're... A neo-Nazi listening to this. I don't think I have any neo-Nazi listeners, I, but if I do, maybe examine where your anger and stuff is coming from, because there is a good chance it's not coming where you think it's from, coming from. All right, everyone, you sleep tight tonight. You have good dreams tonight. Um, free Iran. <laughs> Women like freedom. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. All right. Um. Stick stick together, everybody. The rich are trying to kill us all. I think we all know that, so let's not let them do that. All right, uh, sleep tight, and have good dreams tonight. I'll see you later.